<clears throat> oh, there we go. There we go. Guys. All right. We are live. Welcome back, everybody. I'm Vanessa Elise out here in San Antonio, Texas. Anna Daly out in Philadelphia. And Auda Hernandez here in Worcester, Massachusetts. And I am so excited to have a special guest. He is one of our own. He is part of the Circle of Excellence. He's been in real estate for over 20 years. He's an instructor for Champion Real Estate Academy of Massachusetts. He's been my personal mentor and former broker in my prior brokerage, and now he's with EXP. Yay, I want to introduce you guys to Luis Garcia. <laughs> Welcome, What's up, Lewis. everybody? How are you? Thank you. I appreciate that. Good to be here. <laughs> nice. <laughs> We're so glad to have you here, man. I've only met you once in person, I think, right? Just at the, the yeah, mastermind? Mm -hmm. Yes, at the mastermind, yes. Oh my gosh. Yep. And you, you've been like the easiest person to talk to and hang out with. Like you have such good energy. So it's no surprise why you're a beast in your market. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I get the pleasure of seeing um, Lewis now that we're virtual. I think we see each other, what, like once a week, twice a week now. Yeah, <laughs> and it's virtual. At least. We're always, we're always talking to each other. That's just, that's just what I'm saying. Just <laughs> always masterminding and planning things. Yeah, absolutely. Oh yeah. Right. Love nice. it. Dude. So tell us, how did you get here? Like, what's your background? How did you get into real estate? Have you always done that or? Yeah, no. So, so I'll be honest with you. I, so I've always been in sales and, and when I was in college, um, I went to UMass low and I had a sales job at a local cable company. So I was the top salesperson. This is when, like, this is back when uh, broadband was just coming out. Like, like you were oh, offering, wow. like, you know, like it was just happening. People were still on AOL. Um, so AOL. we were launching that. And, and, yeah, AOL, seriously, yeah. Um, <laughs> a little dial-up. You know, so we were launching that. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm telling you, the whole dial-up, the whole, I mean, it, it, was, it was a process, <laughs> like these phone calls. You had to, like, like, you know, walk people through their device manager and figure out if you had a spot for the Ethan. I mean, it was, it was really, it was, it, it's nuts. Not like today. Um, so I was your top salesperson there. And um, my supervisor at the time, she goes, you know what? She goes, you would do great in real estate. Like I never even thought about real estate. Right. And, and she looked at, you know, she told me that and I looked at her and I said, well, wait a minute, isn't, isn't like real estate for old people? Like, like, isn't that what you do when you retire? Like, like, because, because all the commercials I've seen, right? Like literally when you say real estate, what I remember, what comes to mind is Century 21 with their gold jackets, right? Those are the commercials. And it's all older people showing houses to other people. Like, you know, and I'm like, I'm like, yeah, that's, that's a gig you do when you retire, you know? So um, I had no idea about the earning potential and, 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 and that it's actually a career and what, you know, what it can do for you. So, um, I looked into it. Um, I took the, the class at that point, it was only 24 hours. Now it's 40 hours. It was 24 hours, took the class passed. And then, um, I'm like, all right, well, what do I do here? And, and I ended up joining, uh, uh yeah, no, listen, so. So, and the funny story is that I got a postcard in the mail. Now at this point, right? Like, you know, I'm working, I'm making money, but you know, you're hearing all this stuff, how much it takes to get involved in real estate and all this money and all this other stuff. And, you know, I'm like, look, I don't, you know, I don't have all this extra money to kind of throw out there. 
And I got a postcard on the mail that said, no desk fees, no office fees, no this, no that. And I'm like, that's for me, right? So I just went over there and um, talked to the broker, George Russell. Uh, so mm -hmm. he's uh, he's an independent uh, broker here uh, locally. Um, and I was with George for 14 years before wow. I, I opened up my own real estate school um, and opened up my own brokerage and joined another firm and, and so forth. So um, I learned a lot in that 14 years, but really that's what it was. It was just my supervisor telling me, I think you would be good at this. And, you know, and I think if you ask anybody, like, how'd you get into real estate? Like, it's not something you choose in school. Like it's not a mm -hmm. career path. At least it wasn't for me. I didn't know of anyone else. Yeah. Like, you know, your guidance mm -hmm. counselor was like, you should be an agent, right? Right. Like, no, right. You right. Here and here. You know, it's not <laughs> part of that curriculum. And um, I wish it was, <laughs> you know, I wish it was, I would have done it sooner. Yeah, well, oh Lewis, you know, Josh, I mean, like my husband, he was like, I think you'd do great in real estate. Here I am in the medical field, <laughs> you know, dealing with all of these patients. And I'm like, medical field houses, these don't really match up. So, um, so it's so funny because I did not think I was going to jump into real estate. Well, look, in, in, in high school, and one of the reasons why I went to UMass Low is because UMass Lowell at the time had the best physical therapy program. And I was oh, yeah. trying to get into the physical therapy program. So all in high school, I was doing all health ed, um, internships at hospitals. My mother worked at a hospital. So she's like, you need to you know, be in the medical field. You'll always have a job. Yeah. And I did nothing that I used. Nothing that I learned in school is what I'm using here today. <laughs> so um, it, is, it is what it is. It was just an experience. Oh, geez. At least we do have something in common. I like yeah, grew up yeah. thinking I was going to become a physical therapist. I um, applied to UMass Dartmouth. They had a program okay, there yeah. and yeah. Uh, they declined my application. They're like, <laughs> up your GPA. <laughs> wow. Yeah. It looks like you had like so much experience, you know, you were saying 14 years. So explain now you're no longer at the independent brokerage. You're now with us at EXP. So can you tell us about why you chose this brokerage? Yeah, look, I'll be honest with you. Um, and, and, and I actually did a video on this. Um, I vowed that I would never, ever join EXP. <laughs> ever. Like, like this. Okay? <laughs> tell us more about and, that. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, seriously. And, and, and the reason why was because the way EXP was approached to me by other agents in the market, mm -hmm. it was very fake, right? And, and, and look, I'm, talk to me directly and we can have a conversation. And if something works, then beautiful. If it doesn't, we'll be friends and we can move on, right? But don't try to sell me on something that I don't need or that I don't want, right? I hate being sold. And, and, and that's when I talk to people, it's the same way. I'm not trying to sell you on something. I, I, there's a, a, a true... I see a true need and I know I can certainly help you with that and let me show you how I can do that, right? That's how I approach it. So these agents were more about, like you could just tell it was more about their benefit versus my benefit. It was like join EXP so I can make money. Don't worry about, we don't care how successful you're gonna be. It's, it's you know, just, just join because you wanna be underneath me. And I hated that. I, I just mm -hmm. so much hated that. Um, and it wasn't until probably a year ago, um, obviously, I would, you know, we work together and, and, and we'll get into that. Um, you know, she introduced me to Mike Sherrod, 
Um, and, and even with that, you know, I was suspect, right? I'm like, because I'm always, look, I grew up in New York, right? So in New York, it's, it's you're always looking at the angle, right? If you want me to do something, you're looking for me, why? How does it benefit you, right? And it's okay if you do benefit from it, but if you're clear with that, then I can appreciate it. We can work together. As long as I know that, you know, I'm not getting ripped off and you're helping me and I can help you, then one hand washes the other, right? That, that's, that's my belief. So, you know, I met Mike, you know, at the Circle of Excellence. Uh, we had a good conversation. Um, we had a couple, you know, conference calls. And at first glance, just what Mike was offering was exactly what I needed for my agents. Because, you know, after George Russell, I ended up joining Exit Realty and so forth. And for that role, in that position, I was um, the agent, I was the director of agent development. So, you know, my role was to meet with agents on a weekly basis and kind of help coach them and guide them in the right direction, right? You know, figure out um, a business strategy and help them with that. The problem was, is that now everything is social media. We were so behind the times as far as a brokerage when it came to social media that I didn't know how to train. I, I didn't know how to educate them on how to leverage social media because I didn't know how to do that either, right? It was never taught to me. So what Mike was, was coming up with as far as with the social, uh, social agent academy and all that other stuff, I'm like, this is freaking amazing, right? So, so just that, that in itself just already had me, I'm interested, okay? Now let's talk EXP. And when we did, it, it, I, I didn't realize everything that EXP just as a brokerage offered that was different from any other brokerage that I work with. Um, and, and I was just like, it's a no brainer at this point. Like, it, it's just like, like, it was almost like, where have you been? And it's like, well, <laughs> we've been here all day. Like we've been here the whole time and you just blew us off. So, um, you know, so for me, it's really how that information is presented. And, and I think that's so key, um, for people that if, if, if you're trying to, you know, let other agents know that aren't part of EXP, what we have to offer is that you really have to talk to them, um, and identify their needs what they're trying to do, and then let them know how EXP and our group, right, you know, the Wolfpack and everybody, what we can do to help, you know, how they can leverage that and become more successful. And if they see that they can be more successful with that, right, and they're not being sold, then it's, it's easy. It's a win. Um, and then, you know, never mind, you know, you bring people on and the whole other, you know, stream of, of revenue that you can earn from that. But, um, you know, but I look at the revenue share as a, a secondary piece. Um, the first piece is going to be more of how can, how can switching over impact your business today, right? How are you going to make more money today? And, and we certainly have, I mean, just with the cap and, and just our model in general, you're going to make yeah. money. Um, I mean, I feel make. like EXP is a perfect vehicle it just allows us to build a business versus just selling real estate, you know, and no matter, like you said, you, we need to like figure out like the agent's needs and all of that. The, the model is so dope. All right. Cause I'm just going to speak <laughs> the way I speak. The model is so dope that you could, you could literally cater it to that agent's needs, depending on what they need, whatever their, their goal is. Right. So that's the beauty of, our um brokerage that's awesome i mean 
I'm so happy that you're here, man. This is this is awesome. Look at it. Look at how much we've grown. And, yeah. you know, even the four of us, right? Like we're part of the circle and we have phenomenal coaches that, you know, help mm -hmm. us along the way. This is this is amazing. So, so happy you're here. You're an EXP -er and you're a circle of excellencer. <laughs> yep. And, and I'm going to uh, EXP con. Can't wait yes, for that. Yes, so we the Vegas, baby. Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, I'm I even dragging wait. my husband. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Dragging his ass along. I, you know, I don't yeah, care if he's not into real estate. You're coming. You're coming with me. You can't miss out on this. <laughs> hey, well, listen, Lewis. I'm, well, I'm this all kind of feeds into your schooling too, right? Like, so you you have a you have a school, and so that it's almost kind of aligns perfectly with you coming in over to EXP, bringing people on board, because it almost feeds into what you're already doing already. Yeah, you know, so, you know, I've been teaching since 2007, right? So 2007, I, I got my instructor's license through the state and I was uh, teaching at George Russell School. He had a real estate school. Um, and then in 2014, I opened up my school, which was Champion Real Estate Academy of Massachusetts. Um, and I chose that name because if you take the first letter of each word, it, it spells cream, right? So I wanted to do a play cream. on like, you know, you're the cream of the crop <laughs> or something like that, right? So, um, so, so that's, that, that's where that kind of came from, right? Um, so, so yeah, so I, I've been teaching and, and, and I love it. Like, honestly, um, the mentoring, the coaching, that is truly what I enjoy now, right? Being, you know, being in the industry for so long, you know, sometimes you kind of get burnt out just with the day in, day out. And, and, and that happens because I didn't have systems in the very beginning. So, you know, so now with the pre-licensed course and what I do, which is very different from any other school is, well, number one, when when you get your certificate, that certificate is good for two years. So you have up to two years to, um, to, to pass the exam, right? I don't encourage people to wait that long, um, but things happen, right? Life happens. So for my students, I allow them if they want to come in and sit in on other classes, they're able to do that within that two-year period at no additional cost, right? Just because I know things happen, right? I'm going to be teaching regardless. So if I have a class in front of me, if you want to come in and, and, and you know, jump on the Zoom with us, no problem. I'm going to be here, right? It's not like you're inconveniencing me. So, so I offer that. Um, but also, I, 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 I give the students the true life what it is to truly be a realtor, to be a salesperson in today's market, right? What the expectation is, because they see a lot of stuff on TV and they're like, oh yeah, I can do that. I can show houses and I can do all this other stuff. Yeah, but you don't understand what it takes to get there, to get to the point to show the house and to close on the deal, right? This is a business. You have to understand you're starting a business. And that's where most people have the most, I think it's the most challenging piece of it because we were never taught how to run a business. I know I wasn't in school, like in any school, not even in college, you know? So we're, we're kind of, you know, we're, we're behind because of that. We don't have that knowledge. So it's now you're, you know, you've gone from being told what to do, right? And, and your jobs every, you know, for, for however years you're working. And now that responsibility is left up to you. So what do you do? And, and that's where most agents, I think in the first year fail is that they don't know how to balance that. They don't understand what that means. Um, so that's where I kind of come in is like, look, we have to stay on path. Here's your goals. This is your focus. This is how you structure things. This is why you want to do things. So, um, so I do that, but you know, for the longest time, I, I've kind of, um, I really wanted to keep the school separate from my brokerage affiliation. 
Um, because I've been fortunate, I have a lot of agents from other brokers that actually refer people to the school because they understand how I teach. They appreciate you know, what I do and the style in which I do it. Um, a lot of folks resonate with that. I mean, I get students from other schools that have taken the course at other schools and they come and they take it with me. And they're like, Lewis, like, like completely night and day. Um, you know, other schools literally will open up a book and read to you for 40 hours. I'm like, that, that, that's, that's garbage. I can't, that, that's not teaching, right? Um, you know, you need to be able to, you know, express, you know, com convey the information and then break it down and, and, and make sure that people get it, right? So, so that's what I do. So um, lately, what I've been doing is, is, you know, I do naturally, I get a lot of folks that want to work with me. Aura, Aura took the class with me, uh, her and her mm -hmm. friend uh, four years ago. Um, and yeah. that's how we were introduced with each other. Um, she ended up um, coming, you know, working at my brokerage when I was an independent at, at one point and then um, followed me all the way to exit. And then I followed her to EXP. Right? So, uh, <laughs> that, was, you know, that was that. Well, you um, did something right, you know? Like, I did something right. Yeah, you, I did something you, right. You, no, I mean, you, know, you molded and, and, me to be um, who I am. And now look at that. <laughs> But, you know, and, but, but, you know, to a certain extent, right? But, you know, everyone has their own potential. You just have to know how to tap into it, how to unlock it. And, and like without it, like I, I share her story a lot with, with people in my class. And the and, oh. and story okay. I share is about uh, her, how she leverages social media, right? She, you know, she was on social media. She had a client that reached out to her. Um, it happened to be her daughter's birthday. The client, she's like, listen, you know, I, I would love to talk to you, but, you know, it's my daughter's birthday. Can we reschedule? And she just put some videos about, you know, her, her daughter's birthday and everything else. And, and the agent, the, the, the potential customer through social media watched it and instantly fell in love with her. It's like, I want to work with this person. Like, I love everything that I'm seeing about this person. Um, and that ended up being a million dollar, you know, sale um, in the future. So it's, it's like, you never know, but, but this is, but that's all her. Like, this is, you know, just putting stuff out there. But anyway, so the school, I love the school. Um, <laughs> You know, right now I'm focusing more and trying to do that more full time and then, you know, um, coach the agents. But um, but I'm a full time broker. I, you know, I practice real estate, too. I do the school, too. I coach the agents, too. I do. Yeah, all you're doing uh, quite a bit, which is awesome. Lewis, I love that you shared, you know, you share with the school out as an example about what she's doing, like the advice on how to navigate social media. So if we were to switch it to you, what advice would you give yourself? Like your 18-year-old self, if you can go back. Oh, my God. My 18-year-old self is like, get into <laughs> real estate ASAP. Like, you needed to buy these three-deckers when they were $80,000, you know? Um, right. We're selling these three families now at a half a million dollars, 600000 It's ridiculous. Um, but, you know, I, I didn't, you know, I didn't understand real estate. And, and, and part of that is because of where and how I grew up. You know, no one around me owned property. Like, we didn't, like, we didn't. I didn't think home ownership was going to be a reality. Um, I knew I would always do more than other, you know, my other family members because I had more of a drive. Um, but I felt that, you know, it would be something like maybe in my 40s is when, you know, I would own a property. And I ended up buying my first house when I was 22 or something like that, um, which is, you know, which is amazing. Right. So that was an accomplishment just for me, you know, from, you know, from where from where I've come from. Um, so I just really didn't have an understanding about real estate and the value and, and how we can, you know, um, how you can invest it and it can change your life. So my 18 year old self, 18 years old, the cutoff, get your license at 18, get your license and start mm -hmm. working for a broker and, and go. Absolutely. Absolutely. Look at it as, as another 
as a career. Absolutely. That's awesome. Hey, Lewis. So tell me, because you've been doing real estate for quite some time. So you've seen the transition, right? From, mm. you know, the way we used to sell real estate to how we're doing it now, the marketing, everything. So how have you adapted to that transition of, from going online? Has that been easier? Yeah, listen, it, it's, it's, you know, it, it's, it's so different. It's almost like, you know, when you're talking to someone like, you know, back in the day, like when you watch Stranger Things and you see they're on the telephone and the telephone's <laughs> hooked up to the wall, like yeah. th that's how real estate was like in 2000, right? So I got into the business in July of 2000. That's when I first got licensed. Um, and at that point, there was no online, right? We we're still using AOL dial-up, like all I that stuff. The, um, the MLS was very new. Um, you know, you would still do office hours, like to get leads. You would go into the office and book a block of time and wait for the phone to ring. Like that, that's, that was how we did real estate. And then you go out and, you know, try to mingle and meet people and get leads that way. But really it was the broker that was driving the business or the brokerage. Okay. So, so the broker had some leverage at that point, as time went on, really what happened was when the market crashed, uh, when the market crashed, we saw that brokers had to make a change um, because they didn't know how to get their leads now. Right. Like, like folks were, they didn't have money. They didn't understand how to deal with you know, REO properties, how to deal with shorts. I know my broker didn't. Um, and, and literally we went from like 55 agents to 12 agents, like literally within 30 days because agents were just like, they, they, they couldn't do business um, and he couldn't bring enough business in. So, you know, that change from with the market collapsing and so forth and now with the, with, with the rebirth of the market as it got better, what we found is that the, the brand, the broker really wasn't the deciding factor for consumers anymore. It wasn't where you were, right? Before the brand name actually had significance. Now it doesn't. You are the brand, right? So regardless of where you're affiliated with, people want to do business with you. Um, and now with, with social media, it's you have to understand that you're the brand and you have to constantly be branding yourself. And your social media has to reflect that. Now, it doesn't mean that you have to be, you know, every single thing you do is real estate related. No, people want to connect with you because that's part of the brand. They want to make sure they want to see, can uh, is this person real? Like if I was with this person, would we hit it off, right? Would I want to be around this person? Is this person a good person in my opinion? Because people want to do business with people who they think that are good and, and that are similar to them. So your social Social media has to kind of reflect that as well. And, and, and we're seeing that trend. So it doesn't matter what the market is doing. Um, it's as long as you're consistent. And I think that's the key. If you're consistent yeah. with your social media, um, you know, putting out that information that you will, you will survive and you will, you will do well. Not, not only survive, but you're, you're not going to feel the bumps as some other agents may if they're just relying on you know, door knocking and cold calling and things of that nature. Because people want to know who you are. You know, even with my school, you know, I, I talk to the students and I say, how many of you Googled me or looked me up on Facebook before you took the class, right? And you see everybody just kind of smile. I'm like, yeah, I know, right? That's what people <laughs> do. Like, 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 I would do the same thing. I'm like, right, I'm taking right. a class. They someone, know everything about you before yeah, they meet okay. you. <laughs> and that's, which, which you have to understand, right? As an agent, you're in the public eye. So, you know, whatever you put on, on social media, you have to feel comfortable with that, right? So, you know, don't... 
don't put something on social media if if you know if if, if that's meant to be private um because people are going to see that you know um you know and, and i talk about that in the class you know like i for me listen you know i think what bothers me the most is when you have you know agents um usually it's female agents that do this but you know they're, they're demonstrating their day at the beach right and here's the water but the pictures from their neck down right in a bikini <laughs> Look, I, I get it right I, I understand i understand what you're trying to do and i'm sure you got a lot of clicks and likes and all this other stuff but the problem is now you are targeting the wrong customer right. right you know what i'm saying you're sending the wrong message out there in my opinion and you have to be careful because agent safety is a big deal especially yeah. now like you know you know i, I talk about that time. i was just talking about that last week um you know you you understand that this business we're alone a lot of the time um so you have to be aware of your surroundings you have to make sure that who you're dealing with is someone legit um because there's some bad people out there you know? yeah isn't it like safety awareness month this month yeah 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 uh, yeah it's safety so awareness I, I get month. into I, you know I, I get into with my group um you know safety <laughs> strategies um i carry um i carry um like at all times um like you know i have like so I don't know if I, I don't know if I, I don't know if you want me to show it to you guys. If it's on my desk, it's here. Yeah, it's Tiffany Blue. I have a Tiffany Blue glove. Can we see? Are you um, jealous? Yeah. So it, it's it, this is actually He's my like, wife's. Been... This is actually yeah. This is my wife's gun, right? On all the. Oh, the we can't pages. see it with the green screen. Oh wait, oh wait. There we go. Now hold on. If I if I make it dark. Yeah, we can see. <laughs> so it'll. It's it's like clear. There we go. Cool. Look at. Yeah, but it, it's. Oh, I can shut the green screen off if you want. If you want to see my. Um, I mean, you we can see we my see studio. This is this is my uh, my studio the, where the real where, where, where I teach. This is my real background. Yeah, there you go. There, there's my background, right? Here, right? So. Yeah, so, yeah, Lewis, so, that's so, how the magic happens, right there. Green that's screen. how the magic happens, just like that, right? It's like the Wizard of Oz. So, yeah, so this is my wife's, and, and, and so what I like about it is that um, it goes into this holster and it goes in your pocket just like this. So if, if you have this in your front pocket, it looks like a cell phone, like, like no one knows. Um, and that's the whole purpose of, of concealed carrying is to, you know, you're not broadcasting it, you know, but, but I'll be honest, I do encourage agents where, you know, if, if you're working alone, you need to have some some defense system in place right Absolutely. um you know if you're comfortable with that beautiful if not you know there's mace there's there's you know tiger lady there's a whole bunch of other things that you can do and not just only females um you know men like like i've been in situations where um i remember i went into uh it was a house it was abandoned and I had to do the water uh reader uh, the water meter reading <laughs> no electricity no nothing i get into the basement i didn't have that i gonna have my other gun um it's a it's a glock it's golden black like that's nice. ladies like shoes i like my guns um <laughs> so so i have that i got lasers and flashlights and all that other stuff um and literally i'm in the basement and i hear this noise right and this house is it's, it's abandoned no no heat no nothing and i pull all my gun because i'm like what the hell is that and, and and it was a raccoon that was in like the back part of it Oh my God. Um, and I'm like, my heart is just like coming out of yeah, my chest, yeah, yeah. you know? So, you know, things, you know, things happen. So you have to be prepared. You gotta be prepared. Louis, you should yeah, be that's real, showing all your like little safety gadgets for. Yeah. 
<laughs> Look, I'm sorry. It's it, yeah. Um. So so I'm looking at so my wife, right? So for those of you that don't know, that don't know, um, my wife is a fifth degree black belt master taekwondo instructor, Lisa, right? Can um, I add to that? Is sure. She's teaching my daughter how to be a black belt. She is. Oh, she is. Yeah, Jazzy's Jazzy's taking classes well. So, um, she's a master instructor. Uh, she comes from a whole family of 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 Taekwondo like excellence, right? So her mother is the uh, is a grandmaster. So that's an eighth degree black belt. She is the fourteenth woman in the world to achieve grandmaster status. Like it, it, it it's awesome. like it's wow. a big deal. Um, you know, Taekwondo is a very male dominated culture. Um, so for women to um, to be involved, it's 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 a it's a huge it's a big deal. So, um, you know, so she's um, so she's a, a you know a, a fifth degree black belt. So we're looking at um, and she's also um, certified in RAD. Um, it's the uh, something against women defense. I forgot the the first name of it, um, but it's, it's specializing in women defense. So we're looking at um, coming up with videos on how to defend yourself. That if you don't have a weapon. What can you do with your hands to help defend yourself in a situation where you're doing, you're at a showing and somebody attacks you or or, yeah. or, or something happens? How do awesome. how to get out? Because the whole the whole thing is not about fighting and and beating that person up right then and there. It's about getting out, right? Getting to safety. So as long as you have a few you know seconds that you can run to get out, that's all you need. That's all. Mm -hmm. That's all we're looking for. We're not looking for you to dominate that person. Because obviously they're already sick in the head, right? That person is already thinking on a different level. So you just need to get out. So yeah, we'll let you know when that when that comes out. Yeah, no, and that's awesome. And even talking about um, Jen, your wife. So wait, you guys got married in Vegas, didn't you? Yes, we did. We did. Oh my we God. <laughs> Tell us about the yeah, whole so, journey of, because this is an awesome story. I think he needs yeah. to elaborate. So, Go ahead. Good. Yeah, so we we were supposed to get married, um, and then COVID hit. Right, we had a venue. It was actually going to be in Providence. We were going to get married in Providence. Uh, we had the venue the whole night. We did the food tasting, and then COVID hit, and we're like, yeah, that's not happening. So you know, we were thinking about you know rescheduling, and we're like, we don't know when to reschedule for because it's just crazy. So we ended up going to. Um, we said, look, why don't we do Vegas? Now, before this, before yes, all of this. Before okay? that, before it all. Before this, <laughs> my wife and her family got on Say Yes to the Dress, okay? So <laughs> if you go online and you Google Say Yes to the Dress Taekwondo, you will see Jen and you will see her mother and everybody else that's yeah. there, okay? Wow, um, that's so, so they awesome. On, yeah, so they got on. They got on to say yes to the dress. They met Randy. They gave him a black belt. Like they did, broke, they broke boards. Like it was awesome. <laughs> it, it was, was awesome. the season. It was a season opener. Yeah, no, no. It was so. So here's the deal. They got on say yes to the dress, but I couldn't watch the episode because we weren't married yet. I couldn't see the dress. So I had to wait <laughs> like over a year. I had to wait like over a year in order to see the episode because we didn't get married yet. So it wasn't until after we got married in Vegas is then when we then I can see the episode. So. Um, so we decided to get married in Vegas. I wanted, um, a hangover wedding, right? I'm like, look, we should get married at the little white chapel, just like hangover. Right. And she said, yes. So I'm like, that's a win, right? That's good. And we were going to, you know, have a, it was an intimate thing. It was going to be just, you know, the wedding party and, and, and just us like, you know, no, nothing major. Um, 
of course, because of COVID, the whole nine, it ended up just being really us, um, her mother, um, her stepdad, and her sister came. So it was just five of us. Um, and we did the ceremony ourselves. So we got married at the Little White Chapel, where J-Lo and Ben Affleck just got married to. Oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, they just got married there. Um, so so we we were there. We took pictures in Elvis's Cadillac and the whole nine. Like, it was, it was, it was really cool. And then um, the owner of the Little White Chapel, she's been there for, for I mean, decades. Like, you know, she's like a, a, a staple of, you know, of, of Las <laughs> Vegas. Um, she actually did the officiating. Say Yes to the Dress was there. Um, they awesome. recorded it. Um, you know, we, we toured around places and stuff. We went to the Bellagio with the fountain, took, you know, took pictures and it was honest. So if you watch Say Yes to the Dress, you'll see her, the first part, and then they came back again and they did the whole this is what the wedding looked like. And, and they did. So I showed up on the interview there, um, you know, and it was, uh, it was really a cool experience. It was a, it was yeah. a cool experience. So, I, so Vegas, awesome. Vegas, Vegas is special for us. Absolutely. So she's coming to EXP. She cannot. So um, <laughs> she's jealous. She's like, I want to go. And, and, and because, so with the Taekwondo, what's, what's unique about their um, program is that they do after school pickup. So, they actually have vans and they go and they pick up kids at the local schools when school is out and they bring them to the studio and then they train um, as part of an after school program. Um, and it's really cool because not only are they training as far as, you know, learning, you know, techniques and skills and so forth, but it gets into mindset training. So they have to learn home rules, right? Like how to be respectful, how to, um, you know, be respectful with their Five siblings spirits. and their parents, making sure that they're taking care of their bodies making sure that they're doing their homework. Like, like these are rules that you have to memorize in order to progress to the next belt. Like, like so, so it's really, you know, uh, the, the structure of it is, is truly um, nothing that you'll ever see with any other school. Like it doesn't compare at all because, you know, they really want to involve the parents and it's a huge community of what they have. And I don't tell you, I mean, she, she's part of that. So she knows. Like it's it's not it, like it, this is the truth. Like these are your home rules. These, these are the five spirits of Taekwondo. This is what you have to do. You need to learn this in order to move on. And you always have to be like that's going to be instilled in you. You have to behave that way. You're a role model now, right? Once you become a student, you're a role model for anyone underneath you. If you're a white belt, that means you're a role model for someone that's never taken Taekwondo. So you have to reflect that, you know. So so it's really cool. It's really cool. Yeah, she's loving my it, son, Lewis. My son, he's he's a so I have a 17 year old son, um, and he's a third degree black belt now. So he'll be a master instructor probably when he's about 21. Um, wow. But he teaches at the school. Um, you know, I think he he works with Jazzy sometimes, and um, yeah. yeah, he's pretty he's pretty amazing. The stuff that he can, you know, flipping in the air and kicks. I'm like, yeah, I can't. I'll 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 pop yeah. something. Like, I can't if, do that. that that's not me. If you haven't seen Lewis's content, if you see a picture of his son, it's like his mini me. It like, yeah, it's like, they're exactly a lot. Like they look exactly yeah. the same. It's crazy. Yeah. It's like yeah, a 18 year old. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. Seriously. Yeah. It's like his fitting image. It's crazy. No, Lewis, Jazzy's really enjoying it. Oh, sorry. Oh. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> now, I was going to say, since Lewis, you're not doing Taekwondo, what are you doing to stay in shape, man? Try No, so, look, and, and, and I, I got a comment I'm, over I'm, here. I'm, yeah, I know. I'm a, I'm a red belt. Um, I'm a red belt with one black stripe. I, mean, I have two more levels in order to get to black belt, but um, 
you know, what's difficult is that I teach at night. So if I'm practicing during the day in the evenings is typically when I'm teaching. So Tuesday to Thursday. Um, and then on some weeks on Monday to Thursday, I'm teaching. So it's hard to, you know, for me to get in there sometimes. So um, really just going to the gym now, like uh, Jen and I, we, we started seeing a nutritionist here um, locally. Uh, we've been with them for, I want to say about 16 weeks now. I, I know from when I started, I lost about 22 pounds since then. Um, and, and she's lost, you know, a ton of weight as well. And, and really just working out. So, you know, I love going to the gym. I love banging weights. Like that's, that's my thing. Like I, you know, cardio. Yeah. I'm not a fan. I know you got to do it, but you know, I'm not a fan, but banging some (laughs) weights around. Yeah. I I can, I, I, I enjoy that. I release, you know, throw some tunes on there and go to town. That's my thing. No CrossFit, no CrossFit, CrossFit. I (laughs) nope. tried it. No, no, just let me, just let me do my reps, my, 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 you know, my own routine. I'm, I'm good. I'm good. Well, we got a comment from uh, our friend, uh, Dave Fischette. He said, oh. um, ask him how much he can bench press. That's all that matters. <laughs> That's all that matters. So yeah, no, I mean, I, I, so look, I, I play around between, you know, two plates on each side to, you know, two, between two to three plates. I, I, I don't, I don't try to go super heavy anymore. So I think that's like 230, 230, 200, you know, between 230, 250 pounds. Um, you know, I'm not, you know, back in the day, yeah, I can throw up some some major weight, but I'm not, I'm not trying to do that. I'm trying to just tone and just keep, you know, keep things, stay healthy. things going. Yeah, stay healthy. That that that's it. My son, his freaking legs. Now he's he's on a powerlifting team. His freaking legs are tree trunks. I'm like, holy smokes. Wow. Um, I'm like. I'm jealous, like, 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 I'm going to start doing some leg days here, man. I'm like, you're freaking, you're looking too good, but that's That's awesome. Now, Lewis, what do you do as far as mindset goes? Tell us what your favorite book is. Talk to us. So to be honest with you, I'm not a major reader and that's one of my, (laughs) one of my things, right? Um, but I will say that I, the, the book that I read that made the most impact to me is actually, I have it here. Uh, I leave it on my desk is, um, coaching salespeople into sales champions by Keith Rosen. Um, and I think this was a really good book, um, because it breaks down, it really breaks down the difference between coaching and mentoring, right? What that is, because we use that term kind of like synonymous, right? And, and it's not, it, there's a difference between the two. Um, and, and just understanding, you know, when you have your team and their struggles, it's, it's, it's usually a communication barrier, right? It's something where, you know, you're conveying the information in a certain way that they're interpreting it in a different way. So how can you learn to speak each other's language, right? And then, and then typically, how do you, you know, reinforce good behavior and how do you take care of, you know, challenges, right? The correct way of doing it. Um, and they get into scenarios where, you know, here's true life, ex- uh, you know, example, this person did this, they receive positive reinforcement versus negative. And, you know, this is what you got for a result. So as, as, as a leader, you have to understand how to, you know, motivate your people um, and do that effectively. Um, so that way they want to progress, right? Because sometimes, you know, you could be a little bit too tough with people or, or, you know, the message you're sending, even though it might be, you know, in good intentions, but it can actually shut somebody down. And now they'll, you know, they'll never, you know, see um, or achieve their full potential because you kind of like extinguish that flame when it was there. So you have to learn how to nurture it. So that way they can progress. 
And it's wow. a challenge. It's not easy. It's not. You're going to make mistakes, right? But you have to understand, you have to identify the mistakes. And when you see it, how do you pivot, right? How do you, how do you change um, and then correct it? Um, and sometimes it might even be like, look, just saying, I'm sorry. Look, you know, I was wrong. Right? Just owning it. Like, I was wrong. I gave you this information to you. It's probably not the best, right? Let's look at it again. And let's, let's go in this direction. Well, that's it. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. Um, the difference mm -hmm. between mentoring and coaching. Um, yeah. Really so, 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 so I get the question. Well, so what's the difference, right? So, so really look, mentoring, when, when you're working with a mentor, what, what's happening is that your mentor already has a system in place, right? They already have a formula that works for them. That's the problem. It works for them. So now you, if you're working with a mentor, you're shadowing that person and they're just telling you what works for them. All right. Now, a coach is going to be a little bit different. A coach is going to look at your strengths and your weaknesses. And we're going to develop a plan to maximize your strengths. Right. Let's work. You're strong in this. Let's go here. Your weakness. Now, it depends on what, what you what you're trying to achieve. If you want to eventually bring up those weaknesses, then beautiful, we can work on that. Or it might be better where you just take those weaknesses and give it to someone else to do and you focus on your strength, right? So like real quickly, if you think about like, like we hear it all the time, paperwork, processing, all that other stuff, you should not be doing that as an agent, right? You should be giving that to someone else because that is not your strength. Data entry is not your strength. Your strength is actually establishing, developing, creating rapports with other people and closing deals. That's your strength. So your day should be focused on, okay, creating and establishing, you know, communicate rapports with other people and then let somebody else handle the little stuff. Because the hours that you're spending on that little stuff, if you spend those hours looking for business, you'll be much more successful. And who cares what you're paying for this person? You're making it up. You're making more money than what you're paying this person to do. So mm -hmm. little things like that, you know, little things. Like that's that. a great I example. Mean, that's a I'm, example but yeah, that's yeah, no, it's a great example. I mean, it, it kind of mm -hmm. laid it out nicely for me to even understand the difference, right? Because we use that term interchangeably a lot. And right. that is a big difference. Thank you for clarifying Huge. that. That's awesome. Huge. Huge. And that's why coaches charge you $1,000 a month or more. And mentors <laughs> are free. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> that, that's why. Trust me, that's why. Oh, that's funny. What do you got there in your shaker cup? So listen, so this <laughs> is, I have, I have Zoa. I have the rocks, Zoa, um, pineapple, coconut, sugar-free Zoa. Love it. I have Zoa. the whole fridge, my office. I got a fridge. That's all it is. It's all full with Zoas. I get my shipment every two weeks and they're Wait, perfectly lined up. Zoa. Yeah, the rock, you know, so the rock has a, an energy drink um, and it's called Zoa, oh. Z-O-A. It's available in Texas because I bought it in Texas. I got it there, but they didn't have the pineapple coconut. They had they had um, orange. Um, this is when we went to Waco. We went to go see. So so we went to Texas. We were thinking about relocating to Texas. I love Texas. Like I am so jealous that Vanessa's in Texas because I absolutely love Texas when yeah. I was there. I I had such a different image of Texas. Like seriously, yeah. I was thinking of Most cowboys and tumbleweeds yeah. and just like, <laughs> like you can find, you just can find like, that here too. <laughs> no, no, I'm sure, but like I I was just like, yeah, Texas is, yeah. you know, I'm thinking like, you know, the Alamo, like save the Alamo, like back in the day. That's that's in my head. I show up there, I go to Austin. I'm like, oh my God, this place is just off the chain. Like, I have not gone to Austin. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. And the people, 
listen, you know, I had my reservations at first, you know, because you know, <laughs> it's a red state, you know, am I going to fit in? Are people going to look at me differently? Blah, blah, blah. And listen, far from it. I mean, everyone that we dealt yeah. with, it was, um, I mean, it was amazing. Like I, I felt at home, like I, I'm like, I can certainly oh. be here. No problem. Um, so, so you're not moving? I, I, <laughs> well, not, so we got a lot of stuff going on. Um, we have a lot of stuff going on. We, we, we may have um, a documentary um, on Taekwondo that might be um, picked up by a network. So um, mm. if that happens, we can't go anywhere until, until that all gets resolved. So it'll probably be another few, a few years, but um, it's on yeah. my radar. So it's, it's either Texas or I think North Carolina is, is, is another state that we're kind of playing with um, as a potential you know, place to go. But um, you know, with the studio, we just opened up another studio in New Hampshire. Um, it was an opportunity. Oh, yeah, that's right. So, so we have another studio there. Um, we're looking at a lot of different opportunities. My wife and her mother developed a protein powder. Can't, I can't tell oh you. Oh my God, you're, I was um, going to say, yeah, you spill so, the beans so finally. <laughs> that's still, yeah. So they're, um, they're launching a protein powder that's going to be geared specifically for women um, as far as what their nutritional needs are. Um, and, 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 and the brand is going to encompass all women, right? All walks of life, all, you know, um, you know, everything from the athlete to the, the, the stay at home mom, right? At the end of the day, you still need nutrition. You still need to feel and, and, and be your best, right? So, so this particular, the way it's formulated, it's designed to, no matter what your work of life is or what you're doing, you can rest sure that you're getting the, the right nutrition that you need so um it's in the final phases where we have uh, they already have i should say you know the, the flavors and everything else um the name is ready but i can't release it yet yeah. um but um so we're, good. we're just getting into the copyright part um and then so hopefully by the end of this year uh we can it, it'll be launched it was supposed to be done in august but there was delays but so so we have a lot of stuff and that's them right and, and, and just never mind with me with the school and and and, and with the videos and and everything else but um we just have a lot of stuff going on right now um, which is all That's good great. no complaints it's just it's hard to move but um but yeah look I love tech and even like Vanessa like we were in touch um you sent me you gave me the the pearl right the um the place in San Antonio mm -hmm. uh, that place was freaking amazing like I oh my god yeah. we sat there for hours and just kind of watched people and just saw yeah. everybody like come together it was oh my god and, and you know listen for me it was we were sitting there it was a little girl right this cute little girl i'm, five, I'm <laughs> six years old she had a little french bulldog now i have two french bulldogs okay so you had a little french bulldog and we asked her what's your dog's name and she said my dog's name is amigo and i'm like oh my <laughs> god like that like, <laughs> like that is like the most perfect name for a oh. dog like like just amigo and i'm like you know like we just need to be here. Like this place is just free. <laughs> like, it's so. definitely family friendly out here. Yeah. It's yeah, funny yeah, anytime so I travel anywhere else. It just dawned to me. Jen was on our show before when we were like newbies. Yeah, yeah, she was. Yeah, yeah. She was on our show. Yeah. You guys don't remember? I have to circle back when we were doing Oh, I'm I'm circling, but I'm like going through our page right now, trying to find it. Cause I'm going to yeah. share the link. 
I know we had her on. Like I yeah. remember. Oh, wow. we were, Is that like her first well, year? Well, she's Jen Che formally. Now she's Jen Garcia. Um, oh my God. I know we had her on. Oh, well, yeah. we're gonna have to get her on once she yes. like her new product and like let's talk Especially. about it. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. Remember... Keep us updated on that, Lewis. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, Lewis, thank you. She's so like taking much. the fame away from you, Lewis. <laughs> I know. I know. And, but... and I'm. 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 It's. It's all good. It's. It's okay. I. I've been. Um. I'm getting more into like video. Um. Producing. Um. So I. I just bought. Like I have. Like if you see my desk, I have everything that's like you know. I got my gun on one side. I have my camera. So this is this is my new baby. I, I just bought this. Um, I would have got to see it because I filmed the um, the taekwondo. Oh, the picnic. event. But yeah. this is yeah. So oh, this I is like this is, I can I can like get like, make like great movies with this thing. Um, oh Bring it to Vegas. Is just, no, look, I wish it, it's just, it's too big. Like it's too it's too much. Um, that thing like you you need a harness. Like it's heavy. Like like. When you see these guys with around, like, oh, that, that, yeah, no, like five minutes of that, your shoulders are just burning, like, you know, but um, <laughs> yeah, no, I, I thought about it, but I'm like, no, Vegas is, um, I, I want to be able to soak in Vegas, and uh, um, I'm looking forward to the conference, and and there's things that, so, like, we go to Vegas, you know, often, and, and, and we have some favorite spots, so there's some restaurants that we're already, you know, we made reservations for, like, you know, so it's going to be me and my friend, um, Edgar, he was at my, at my wedding party. Um, he has an engineering background, his company, his, 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 his friends just, um, they, they found, they developed a new way of extruding plastic, right? So it's the machine that, that creates plastic lumber. Um, you know, when you see like these like track, uh, tracks decking and all that other stuff, like they produce that, but, but there's a way to produce it in a way that it cuts down the processing time and you get the same type of, of, you know, um, the same quality product. So they just released this. So he's coming with me just to kind of get some ideas and, and figure out how he can use some of the stuff that we're going to learn toward his business. Um, and then we're going to, you know, do some, do some sightseeing, you know, I got a car, um, you know, we're going to be driving around. I told Alda like, so, so I got a big SUV. Cause I said, look, I know what's going to happen. We're going to want to do stuff. Alda and Josh are going to be like, Hey, what's yeah. up? Right? And then, and then you ladies are probably going to no be Ubers too, over right? here. Hey, what's up? Like, so I'm like, all right. So, so we got enough, we got enough room for everybody. Um, and, and so forth, but, um, you know, but, but I'm, I'm disclaimer right now. If we go out <laughs> and wherever we go, I'm leaving when I leave, that's it. So <laughs> yeah. if you guys want to join us, you're welcome to, you guys want to leave early. There's always Uber. So no problem. That's a disclaimer. <laughs> that's, all, that's all I'm saying. Great that's all it is. That's a fair trade. <laughs> yeah. Well, Louis, this was fun. fun. Thank you so much for spending your time with us. I loved hearing your misconceptions from what you thought of real estate to, you know, oh my God, you flipping the script from being an EXP hater to now you're here with us. Yeah, no, yeah. I mean, now, now I'm, I'm like, gotta be here. Hurry up. Come on. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> Yes, this this was great. We really appreciate you coming on and we'll make sure to drop the links to your social media so people can follow you on your social media journey now that you are navigating it in a way to brand yourself. So thanks again. And we look forward to seeing you at EXPCon. To all our listeners, thank you for tuning in and we'll see you next week.
Absolutely. Thank you. So, and, and listen, congratulations to you ladies. The show is amazing. I mean, you know, I remember oh. from the beginning to what you're doing now. Um, so yes, I mean, it's, it, it's recognized. Keep going. Yay. I mean, it's a great Thank show. You. Well, we're, we're getting the hang of it, you know, it's, it's, it. it's a walk <laughs> in the park now, right? <laughs> All right, Lewis. Thank you so much. Right. Appreciate you. You're welcome. Do you. you want me just to log? Do you want me just to log off, and you guys are gonna stay on, or no? Stay yeah. on for a sec. We're just gonna jump off live. Bye, live. Oh, okay. All right. Okay.